Coming to you from the heart of the Northwest, where even Bigfoot is gay. You heard it here first. It's the Queer Centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. Hey, everybody. It must be a Tuesday because this new show has dropped. So we have a lot of people in our studio today. I feel like we need our own little studio audience uh, because this is a fun show, an exciting show. Uh, as we have a musician that I've known for a little bit, and I also like love his music. I and we're gonna talk a bit, but every Saturday I put on this album called Territories, which is my absolute freaking favorite album to clean my house to. So something mm. has to motivate me to do that because I don't like to clean my house. So until I get a housekeeper, that's how that's going down. But we want to tell everybody, we want to thank our friends over at the Best of Broadway from West Coast Entertainment. There is nothing like going to a Broadway show in your own backyard. So please support the nightlife of Spokane, Washington, and take in some theater with upcoming shows like Tina, the Tina Turner musical, Les Miserables, I think is how you say it. Uh, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and so much more. The new season has been announced, so you won't want to miss any of these. Come on down to the theater, and you just might see me and the gang there, too. So please say hi if you see us. Um, but let's not waste time, because there's a, a new album coming out, lots of good music to talk about. So I just want to say that I have been lucky to know my next guest for quite a few years now with nine albums five EPs, 39 music videos. The truth is he never stops. Uh, he currently is releasing a new studio album. And by the time this show drops, it's going to be out there for you to go buy. And you should. It's called Remember What It Feels Like. And I am so excited to welcome my friend, Tom Goss, to the Queer Centric. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, thank you for the wonderful introduction. All truth, my friend, all truth. Also, how, are you exhausted? Because that's a lot. And now you're, you're you launching. Know, I'm just old. Like, it's funny <laughs> when, I, when, when I was doing, like, the compilation, because it's like, I don't know what album it is. At some point in time, you've done so many. And I was like, yeah. like, that's insane. And then I was, like, counting. I was like, 39 music videos? Like, what is that? You know, it's like. Right? Now, do you know, does that count the one that comes out, uh, that'll be out by the time this is out? What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> does it matter? Like, it's 39 I, or I could say I could say any number and you would read it. Like, it does, I could have, I could made zero music videos and you would have said 39. <laughs> it's funny because one of my music videos, Click, was 53 music videos. So, really? I mean, <laughs> yeah, because it was a choose your own adventure, and so there were all these in ways oh, to watch. No. It, was, it was 53 independent videos, so I don't know how I calculated that number, but I obviously didn't count that as 53. Like, at some point in time, it's just like, I make a lot of shit, and that's what right? I do, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I will continue doing until, you know, one day I'm making something and I die, you know? I, you know what I would love? Every single time you do an interview, you should just make the number different like you know talking to someone i have 112 <laughs> uh music and then the next person i have three three music videos that are out I mean, look look i make stuff up all the time like i'm not even gonna <laughs> lie i i learned very early on like it was like you know what do you sound like you know people are always like oh what's your music like it's like right fuck if i know dude like <laughs> listen to it and you you make the decision exactly. it's like nobody wants it they want you to put yourself into a box 
for that, yeah. which is yeah. so weird because half the stuff you're going to say, they're not even going to know. So it's like, you're yeah. just like, what are, what are the four people that this person knows? Choose one of the four people. It's Madonna. You know what I mean? So I just started, <laughs> right. I right. just started, I just started saying things. And I realized really early on that no matter what I said, the person would be like, oh yeah, I see that. Or like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, what are you yeah, talking I, about? I, I just somewhere. made that up, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, your fans love you no matter what. And I think they just have to listen to your music. And then that's all that matters because you get new fans mm -hmm. that way. But I do love when you do interviews and I can read them or I can watch them uh, to the lucky people out there. I was just having, um, there's a new show I'm launching with Scott Fullerton, who was just on this. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bears of a certain age because oh, I'm, he was yeah. we he emailed me about this oh, a couple he, days yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. I think he said something. Yeah, so I find it. You want to uh, use my song? Oh, I believe it. I believe yeah. It. We're yeah. gonna talk a little bit later about something very nice you did for me when I was down in LA talking about music. I was just watching oh. the video today, but we'll get to it before we move on. I want to talk more about. Uh, the new album, of course, but I was looking at your bio, and I'm a word guy. I, I narrow in on words, and I love that it says what I find to be very true for you, which is, uh, Tom, he sings his truth. And mm. I really feel, like I mentioned in the intro, uh, Territory's album is so raw and so personal, and yet probably why I can relate so much to it. Hmm. Like, your music is so fun, but that album breaks me just breaks me every time and i yeah because you just share it all yeah i feel really bad for my husband sometimes oh. <laughs> like because it's true you know territories was so hard on him it was so hard on him and you know i had to make it and I not only did I have to make it, you know, I had made it and there's another record between what doesn't break and territories that was yeah. way, way, I, I couldn't, I couldn't release that record. I didn't want to release that record. Yeah. Um, it was too sad. It was too sad. It was too, I was too broken. Um, and so territories just kind of like, you know, this, this record that never came out, which is kind of cool. There's some cool songs on it. But, um, but at that point in time, it was like, you know, my husband knows at this point that he's not going to be able to say, you can't say that. Right. I'm going to be like, fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, especially in the context of territories, which is like about the opening of a relationship. And that was so traumatic to me and, and right. falling in love and all that kind of stuff. And so much of that was really like driven by him. And so much of it was really me just, just trusting, trusting in this man that, is the best thing that's ever happened to me and that I loved so much and, and that really needed this thing for himself. And even though it wasn't really my path or what I wanted in my life, it was like trusting him. And so so I think that sometimes there was conflict. It wasn't like there, I remember I was writing one plus two, which is one of the first ones on that record and uh, that I wrote for that record. And um, and I would, I would uh, my studio was in the house and I would work, I was working really late or really early you know, sometimes I just wake up at three in the morning and then because I have an idea and then I go and I remember, you know, I was probably working on a song for, for a while, the demo of that song. And he just came in. And I didn't hear him. And he was like going to make coffee. And he's like, I don't like that. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. You don't you don't get to you don't get to like 
you don't get to like propel this experience, then not let me process it. Like, yeah, this is how I process it. You signed up for this. We all right. know what's up. Like, go back to bed or shut your mouth, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think in a lot of ways, like that record is is a masterpiece. I'm really so proud of it. And, you know, it's unfortunate because there was so much build to that record. And I spent so much time and energy. And there's so many music videos. And, and it was really generating a lot of press and interest. And I was like sitting, sitting in Billboard, you know, on the 50th floor in New York City, listening with the editors were like jamming together. And then the pandemic happened and nobody wanted yeah. that mood anymore. And I was like, oh, well, they have it. <laughs> yeah, this is what we got. Does it ever, and I, I think I know the answer, but does it ever cross your mind, like at the front of your mind that you have been so raw to so many people who love you and so many people that you don't even, haven't even met yet? Does that ever like cross your mind? Um, I think, you know, if I, if I'm answering that question, honestly, as somebody who's been doing this for so long and who has a little perspective, I would say that I, I grew up in, um, in a, in a household that was very fun and very exuberant, but not particularly expressive, like emotionally expressive. And, um, and I think, and, and I grew up with, with, parents that hated each other and got divorced at an early age and, and really, you know, there were a few opportunities where they didn't take to tell me how much they hated the other. And so I think that really closed me. And, um, and I decided at a very early age at 10 years old, that I was never going to be in a relationship and that I was never going to be married and that I was never going to have kids. And, and it really just shut off all, all of that part of me. And that's part of the reason why it was so easy for me to go to seminary because that didn't exist in my in my life in my sphere. It was it was not of of interest to me, and um, and falling in love and meeting Mike really allowed me to experience the world in a range of emotions that I never would have otherwise. Right. And so for me, I think that's like oh there's this thing and it's amazing and I can have it at all times. And, and I can, you know, this idea of love and openness and vulnerability and expression. And, and um, <clears throat> so I want that. I don't necessarily always know how to do it because I, I haven't, haven't, wasn't given the tools at a young age, but I think for me, once I start closing, it, it, it closes real hard, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to close real hard. And I think as I get older and I've had, you know, my own struggles in my marriage and my own struggles in my career and, and my own struggles as a human, I, I really understand the perspective of my mom or the perspective of my dad and, and why they close. And, you know, same thing with my siblings. I get it. Right. I really, I really don't want that for me. That's not what I want for me. And so my intention is to be the opposite of that. My intention is to be so open and so vulnerable that anybody at any time can come in and anybody at any time can destroy me if they wanted to, because I'm not open to it. But I also can choose to be destroyed. I don't, you know, somebody can do the thing that's most hurtful for me, but that doesn't mean I have to be hurt by it. Right. You know, that's the, the, the dynamic that's, that's hard to, hard to, to, to get. Um, and ultimately what, remember what it feels like is about, um, so do, I mean, I don't know if I think about it in terms of like, oh, a lot of people know my, 
right all of my shit i don't know if i think about it in that way yeah but they and do maybe you shouldn't i mean i think that would be hard yeah, yeah to just know that i mean there's an i don't think it's hard i don't living. think it's hard yeah i i think what's harder is to be a person on the inside that refuses to let the world to that refuses to shine in the world that refuses to let the world see who you are that is yeah. constantly beholden to their fears i yeah. think i think that's worse that seems horrible to me right well and you you mentioned it one of the things when i was reading kind of like some of the release notes for the new album and you've mm -hmm. mentioned a few times it's first of all i don't think i think you're always frozen in time for me like you're you're i mean i'm older not by a lot people uh i'm older but this there's an experience that happens when we pass that 40 mark right mm. where we start okay. looking we I feel like we start looking at the lessons. You were saying a lot of us shut down. I think it's self-preservation, but living, learning to live out loud to steal a movie quote uh, is everything. And you talk about in this new, remember what it feels like. It's, is it you kind of going through, I'm at a different age now. There's a lot that's happened and you kind of, I know there's fun songs and there's serious songs. Is that some part of it is growing older? Yeah, it's just all of it, right? It's like, again, it's like, you know, it's been a really insane seven years for me. Like, it's like, right. like if, if I would have talked to myself eight years ago and been like, hey, Tom, sit down for a second. This shit's about to happen. And I would have been like, what? I would have been like, mm -mm, you know? But it did, and it has, and it continues, and... Uh, it's it's enough to break somebody, but ultimately I'm not broken. I'm happy. No. Yeah. I'm I'm and and I and I think that teaches well that has taught me that regardless of the circumstances, I can be happy. Um and so remember what it feels like is just that. Like remember all the things. Like yeah. good, bad. It doesn't really matter if you are happy where you're at and if you like who you are. So so remember that horrible thing. But not like Oh, that thing broke me. Be like, yeah. that thing was horrible. Look at how awesome I'm doing. And, yeah, oh, that look, thing was great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I exactly. like to tell, Sorry. encourage people to, um, I always say we all have a story. All of our stories are worth telling all of our stories. And I feel like you uh, are really good at embracing your story. And I think mm. there's so much empowerment that if more of us would say, hey, and it's a choice. If we, if we want to live in that pain and that, that's a choice. Or I feel like we can learn to embrace it like you do, work through it and find a way, which is the, my favorite way, to find a way to create something from it. And so let's say I'm, because the album drops tomorrow as we're talking right now, let's say It's I'm, like a three and a, three hours and 43 minutes. I know you're so close and you're going to be doing, we're going to figure out a way to get you to, to our area, but you're doing, you're going to be in Provincetown. You're going to be in D.C. Where are you these days? In New York. In Washington State. Pacific you're, Northwest. Are you in Spokane? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, I'm coming to the Pacific Northwest in August. See, where I are you going to be? I played Spokane. I used to play Dempsey's Brass Rail. <gasps> that is uh -huh. the gold standard of the gay bars in Spokane. Is it still there? No, sadly. Most of mm. us had our teenage years sneaking over to that bar. Because it was. Yeah, I played free. there like. Like I played there like two or three times, I would say like between 2008 and 2012. 
That is insane to me. You were in my world. I didn't even know it. So maybe yeah. you're, maybe you'll find yourself. There's a really good bar called Nine Bar and Bistro. I'm just saying. So let's do it. Let's do it. I, yeah, listen, let's let's make it happen. I love that. I know the owners. Listen, we'll we'll, we'll okay. pull some strings. But okay, this album. So I like to always imagine, even though there's been one record and I bought it because I really enjoy vinyl. I think I would get you on anything, but. Uh, I imagine if I'm spinning this new album, mm -hmm. what am I mm -hmm. feeling as a listener? What what kind of vibe did you create for your listeners? Mm. I would say you're feeling joy. Love that. That's the way that I feel about it. Like it's so. I sent you the link, right? To not, I I saw the new single that's coming you out. Don't, uh, you don't have the record. No. Oh, why didn't you text you me? I would have sent it to you. What's wrong with I, you? Consider this a text. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a verbal text. One of the things I love about your music is it's so emotional, but at the same time, when you do fun songs as well, that's why it's impossible not to either dance around the house or yeah. really get into those, you know, Deep this ones. record is fun. This record is fun. So much fun on this record. Nice. I would say in a lot of ways, like it's like hearkening back to to older, my older like style a little bit. Yeah. Like it's just like very acoustic guitar based, very fun, very pop. And it's just like banger after banger after banger after banger. There's like... I I have, uh, yeah. there's like maybe there's 15 tracks and there's like two ballads. Otherwise it's like big, <laughs> fun, acoustic pop number type of things. I don't yeah. know if the kids still say it, but were you, you were going for those, that summer bop feel. There's like a million summer bops. I've heard my bops. nephew say that. I'm assuming that's, that's the language. <laughs> How old's your nephew? He is 17. So, you know, he knows. He's in the but he know. spoke. He's Spokane seventeen. He, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different world. Yeah, now <laughs> which, is, he, which is like which is like uh, Los Angeles forty four. <laughs> like, oh, for like, sure, for sure. I was gonna say it ain't easy being down in in LA and trying to create. So I have mm -mm. a lot a lot of respect oh. there. What is yeah. so? There's a new single that's out. Tell us, because you can even uh, people can go and watch the video, which is so much fun. It kills me. Also, I appreciate your wardrobe choices. Um, that, that's <laughs> always a good thing. Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, it's wardrobe. It's like as little wardrobe as you can do. Uh, tell our listeners. I have a story about the wardrobe, too. Uh, the wardrobe the, didn't come in, so you had to dress like that. No, it's even, like I had an entirely different video. I shot that a year ago in New York. Oh, wow. There was an entirely different video. There was all these these people lined up. But there was one linchpin person that's a, a, like super essential. I can't do it without this person. And then 36 hours before we go to shoot, this person bounced. They were like, I can't do it anymore, which made the entire thing crumble because I couldn't find another right. person with this. And I was on tour, so I didn't even have any wardrobe. I had like my tour wardrobe. And then like, I mean, look, this is what I wear on tour. Like there's holes all over this thing. Right. Like I'm just comfortable and then performing and then comfortable, right. you know? And so I hadn't, I didn't have anything. So all of a sudden I, I wasn't even going to be in the video, not for one second. Wow. So it was just like wardrobe for the other people. And then all of a sudden I was, the, and then it was just me and I had already booked the pay, space and I already booked the cinematographer and I'd already booked the makeup. So we were just like, so I went to Bushwick I had 
two and a half hours. I went to Bushwick and I went thrift shopping and I bought all of those outfits in two and a half hours for wow. like $250. And I mean, some of that stuff I love, 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 love. So it was, it, it looks was stylized. amazing. It looks like it's on purpose. You know what I mean? Like you planned it yeah. out. To a G. Well, tell our listeners where they can check out the video and what it's called. So it's called Enemy of Good. You just go to youtube.com slash music. And uh, that's how you can find all of my videos. It'll be on the front page. And, and uh, yeah, so this video uh, uh, is so much fun because we had no idea what we were doing. We just showed up. <laughs> and we were like, okay, what are we going to do? And we just had a, we just had a blast. Just me and Kathleen, who's the, who's the co-director with me and the cinematographer. And we yeah. just were like bouncing ideas off each other and trying to figure out what kind of silly thing to do next. And, and uh, it, is, it is a barrel of fun. It, and it shows on that. I think if that is anything to like get people into what they could expect for your album, it's going to be a fun time. Oh, yeah. It's a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> so now you are about to play a few shows over there because you're going to be mm-hmm. releasing it. I've been to one of your uh, release parties before. What can people expect when they go to see you? I and mean, I'm on, the- I'm not. I'm on tour with with my best friend and bandmate DeRoche and um god you know <laughs> it is so much fun like we I think sometimes like the music is fun and she's brilliant so the arrangements are fun we we have really made the arrangements really fun and and one of the things about it is we're just having such a good time together and yeah. it's almost like, oh, there's other people here. <laughs> you know, it's like, so it's a, it's really great. And we're really, we're really always focused on like engaging, like how do we engage the audience and how do we bring them into the show and how do we make them a part of the music? And, and so I would say like, it's part, it's part concert, you know, I think another yeah. thing that I learned from territories and territories is really me like, I'm a serious artist. You right. know what I mean? That was me doing that. And <laughs> now I'm like, you who gives a shit you know like are people laughing are people having fun like right. that's what i want to be doing and um so anyway so it'll be part like concert and part like um you're in like an irish bar like so, like everybody's running around singing together like combine those two, that. combine those two things and that's what you're gonna see yeah. I love it. and now I know at the shows I've been to people like to at the end when you're doing your final number and you're you're so gracious to your fans they like to like come up and give a hug and be personal with you how has it been creating and it's been like that from as far back as I could remember how's it what's it like creating these bonds with your actual audience some of them you've known because they've followed you for years mm-hmm. some of them are just experiencing this energy that you give off what is that like? Does it feed you? Does it, what does that energy do for you? Like the, like the idea of fans is so gross to me. Like it, it literally <laughs> makes me uncomfortable to say that word. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to be idolized. It's, it's of no interest to me. I think, I think I'm probably in the wrong business, um, <laughs> but I think I found, I think I figured that out a bit too late, but, <laughs> but I really just want to be a conduit for, for community and joy and experience. Like we only have the present. And I think, you know, especially being, especially being gay, being queer, being marginalized, uh, we spend so much time really trying to, um, 
trying to to protect ourselves and create ourselves in a way where we are invincible to the world and that right. often hardens us to one another and often you know makes us uh, uh mean to the people that are next to us you know we're constantly even in our own community discriminating against people that are also marginalized which is like so dumb but but so for me i i just want to create a space where everybody can feel welcome and open and loved and heard and and you said it earlier like i like telling my stories but equally i like hearing other people's stories i often meet meet people i immediately forget everybody's name so my apologies (laughs) um but i I, but i rarely forget your story if you start telling your story i'd be like oh yeah you grew up here and you did this and this yeah. thing's cool. Like I'm genuinely interested because it's all we got. All we got is each other. So yeah, it's a blink of an eye. And you know, then I wake up and I'm 47 and I'm like, what the fuck? You're already 65. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have to say one of my favorite. So I've, been lucky and you've been on different shows that I've done and we we know each other uh and it's fascinating to me because your energy of being just a, a gracious artist blows my mind I was just talking to Scott Fullerton of the left of straight show mm-hmm. about this and I was going through some old uh footage of things and I remember when I was shooting the sitcom in LA and we had to we couldn't shoot it because it was two weeks before location and the pandemic hit and you couldn't do anything. Mm, so I yeah. pivoted, I asked my actors, I'm like, I'm going to write in the same characters, but now we're on Zoom because y- you want to keep the actors interested. That is the, the key to the world. And mm-hmm. there was a scene in the finale episode, we did 50 episodes. And I, I uh, sent you a message and I'm like, Tom, this is my concept. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, I I would love it if you would sing on the show. I never imagined for two seconds that you would be like, sure, I'm going to write a whole song for you. And I'm like, that is yeah. using people being able to use the talent. That's the biggest gift I've ever, you know, it, it, it beats everything. And you show up and you've written this song, which made it really easy for me to be dramatic and emotional in that scene. And I was watching it and I'm amazed that you are able this far into your career to still stay. We were talking about being open to still stay, stay so available to the people around Mm. you. Is that Mm. we were talking earlier about, you know, the choices to shut down as we get older or to be open. Does it, what is that moment like when people come to you and be like, I was thinking this and you're like, let me give you that plus 10 times more. Well, uh, it's an interesting question. First of all, I don't want to do anything unless I want to do the thing, right? right. So if I want to do the thing, then I'm going to put put myself into it, you know, as much as I can. So if you have an idea, then I'm going to say like, oh, I'm going to roll with it till, yeah. till, I, till I feel like I, I'm actually giving the utmost that I can to, to the project. And obviously you're wonderful and you're, you're, you're oh. sweet and... Um, to be doing it well into your 80s is really impressive. <laughs> and you, you asshole. Yes. Uh, I look good for 80, though. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It, it, can, it just, in, and this was also the pandemic. And what the fuck else was I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, like the truth, the truth is, is it's like, the cool, the, the thing about creating something, and you know this as a writer, but, mm-hmm. but I'm going to speak to it as, as a, um, 
as a songwriter and as somebody who's creating music and words at the same time and, and chord progressions and 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 I'm looking at a guitar right now. My friend has a guitar and it is just sitting there. It doesn't make any noise. I'm in this room. If I stop talking, there's nothing. It's like right. the sound of the fan. It's it's not it's not particularly uninteresting, but it's not particularly interesting and it's not moving me in any way, shape, or form. But if I took that guitar, I could write a song. Twenty minutes later I could have a song or thirty minutes right. or an hour or however long it would take to write this song. And and this thing would exist out of nothing. Like this thing that didn't exist in this room before would all of a sudden exist. And, and often I'm, I cry. <laughs> like often I'm writing and I'm crying or, or I'm writing right. and I'm laughing, or I'm writing and I'm jumping up and down. And that's like, the, the that's magical to me. Like the ability to do that, I, I'm not gonna be like, oh, here's an opportunity for me to participate in magic and make myself happy. Right. No, thank you. You know, I'm going to be like, yeah. wow. Like, it's like, I can't tell you what it is. I can't explain it. I don't really understand it, but I know it's inside of me. And it's similar to what we were talking about before. Like, why why would I want to exist in the world and shine if I can shine? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Lizzo taught us right. Everybody got to shine. So Everybody got to shine. Thanks, Everybody. Lizzo. I love it. And it's funny because, first of all, so I'm, I'm watching that uh, episode today. Makes me cheery. But what mm. makes me so grateful is that this gentleman who, you know, is this singer-songwriter, I love your music, and we know each other, but, you know, it's not like we hang out and we're besties, and yet you were willing to... I know what it's like to write. I know what it's like to take a piece of you and just do it. And for... That to be shared so easily. Also, I tell people that the reason I like being a screenwriter is because I'm a control freak. And so mm. you get to write your world. I got to get you to say, I mm. wrote Tom Doss gets to say Johnny is a cutie. And it was like, I'm like, see, this is what you do. <laughs> so if mm -hmm. I write more, I'll control the world around me. Make people say nice well, things. Well, also, you're a cutie. So like, whatever. Oh. Like, it's it's easy to say. <laughs> Um, See, sound bites. So remember, in post, take that out. We want to put that in the sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's such an interesting thing. Like, and I think I think I've gone through periods of time where, you know, I've been a little more withholding of it, and I think that that has to do more with fear than anything. Um, I think for a long time, and I've written hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs, but I think every time you finish a song. You're like, oh shit! I wonder if I can do that again. Like it's so, it's such an unknown thing. It's not like throwing a ball. Like I've never caught a ball and thought, I wonder if I can throw it again. But when you when you create a thing, you you wonder. And I think I'm just kind of over that. Like I can, you know, if I wanted to, I could write ten songs a day, every day for yeah. the rest of my life. If that was what I wanted to do, right? And I, and I just believe in in the ability to open that channel. And when that channel's not open, that I, that I, you know, in the same way that like, if your arm is sore, you can still throw. Like I've trained, I've trained it in, in such, in such a way that I can just do it. And, and I want to do it and I love doing it. So why wouldn't I do it? Right. And you, uh, I love that it seems like, at least from an outsider looking in, you have found this beautiful balance in your life because you are out there, you're sharing that energy with people you are an amazing performer and your energy just comes even before you're on that stage but you also have a life 
You know what I mean? You yeah, 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 yeah. Take time to you know to travel, to be with your husband, to to do these things. So that's a secret that it takes a lot of us a long time to find. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you ask my husband, I, I don't do that. So I mean, it's all a matter. It's all a matter of perspective, you know. Right. It's it's hard for me. I, I you know I'm a really hardworking Midwesterner. I I I went to wrestle. I went to college on a wrestling scholarship. Like it is ingrained to me to work at an insane pace, endlessly, and so it, I think the the pandemic was really helpful. You know, right? Um, it was really helpful to be like, mm, I'm not sure that matters. Yeah. Yeah. What I do love is there's now you've always been sassy, which is my favorite word in the world because I love sassy people. But I feel like you are entering uh, this point in your life where you're even more sassy and more like, Ooh. hey, guys, this is fucking what I want to do. And and your joy is uh, is definitely contagious. And I think joy now more than ever is so important, especially for, you know, people in our community. So do you yeah, know that? <laughs> I don't know about my sassiness. I, I, I don't have like a sassy gauge or something like that. So <laughs> I can't speak to, to if it's rising or falling. But um, but I do know that I want to spread joy. And I think another thing like, you know, going back to the idea of like territories, because that was the record before this record. Uh -huh. And and territories was such a such a um a dramatic difference than previous record. And this record is so dramatically different than territories and blah, 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 blah. Um you know, I think, I think for me, existing in this world as a joyful person and then spreading that joy to others has always come really naturally to me. Yeah. And I think sometimes the things that come naturally to you, you, you don't value. You know, I want people to take me seriously. Why right. is everybody looking at my body and not talking about my mind? You right. know, shit like that, you know, and instead of just being like, oh, well, people like your body. And talk to them. They'll probably like your mind. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, I think I'm just like, yeah, well, that's what I do. I, I spread joy and that's cool. I, so, so somebody doesn't take me seriously. I can't control that. Why am I not leaning into my strengths? And I know that's a weird way to break it down, but it's just kind of what it is. And I, and I like being joyful and I like making people smile. I like people, making people laugh. So it's, it's beneficial for everybody. I think so. And then you make this music. I have, I was thinking, Anybody who has been listening to you for, you know, years and years, I cannot think of a person who has so many songs that I love to listen to. And they're mm. all over the place. Like, I'm drama, so that's why I love Territories. It's so beautifully written. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I mean, all the way back, uh, Kurt, our producer over here, uh, he will always rave about bears. You know, mm. uh, there are always, there's something for everyone in your music when you play. Did you have any idea? Because like you said, you were in seminary, uh, you know, you were in hmm. college on the on the wrestling scholarship. Is it does it blow your mind to look back and say, I created all these things, things that so many people resonate with and they're all over the map. You know what I mean? It's it blows my mind. Yes. I, I, I don't. Sometimes people write me and they tell me what this stuff means to them and i'm just like holy shit and now nowadays and this is weird nowadays i'll be at shows and someone will come up to me and they'll say like bears taught them their sexuality oh wow and i wait for it 
when they were in junior high school. Are <laughs> you, you know, because serious? now they're in their mid twenties or whatever, right. you know. And uh, <laughs> uh, and so it's like it's just so it's like I've been doing it for so long, and I've said so many things. And the truth about my career is, is I've I've always been saying the thing that people were afraid to say at the time. Yeah. You know, whether that was from, from all the way from the beginning till the end, till the end was one of the first time there was like queer people in a video together. And I remember this was right. 2000, early 2009. And I remember, I remember, it might have been 2008. I can't remember. But people would say to me, all my gay friends would be like, it was so wonderful to finally see a video that represented me. And yeah. and there were thirteen couples, five of which were gay, and and seven of which were straight. And then all straight people would say to me like, "Oh, your gay video. That's your gay video, right?" And I'll be like, "Oh, okay." Right. They they lot. don't they don't get it. They're so used to not seeing this. They're so um. This is not the right word. But but not indoctrinated to the fact that there are fucking gay people in this goddamn world right. that deserve representation as well. Maybe I, I should do something about this. And so it's, you know, till the end, lover, who we are, bears, illuminate the dark. Like I've done it over and over and over again because truthfully, people people are afraid to say these things and I I've got nothing to lose. Right. And <laughs> I want to. I yeah. Want to. Well, it's amazing. I I like I always find it fascinating because uh I love that you're you're not shy that I can love uh the seriousness of Territory's album and I can look at the calendar, your calendar you let out every year and be like, "Listen, this is the this is a multifaceted man who is not, you know, just a one a one-note guy." And I love that. <laughs> and I love having people over and they're like, "Who is that hanging on the wall?" Well, yeah. let's talk about this guy because you need to check out his music, but this is just fun to look at. So. Yeah, and I mean, even that calendar, it's like, we don't take that too seriously. It's right? it's kind of ridiculous. And, you know, and I think that took me a while to get to. You know, people were asking me for a calendar for years and years and years before yeah. I started making it. And it had to be like something, again, that I would dive into, something that made me feel good and something that, I thought was a little tongue in cheek, a little a little yeah. funny. We're poking fun at it at, at the same time as we're making it, and I think that right. it really works. And Dusty Cunningham's a brilliant photographer, and oh it my god, couldn't so happen. Good. Yes, so yeah. good. Yeah, and I love that uh, because it it also helps to fund the joy of what you're bringing to us. I mean, I always tell people support the artists you love because for them to continue to create what you enjoy so much. It's not magic. It's not a miracle. They mm -hmm. need money. So I always believe greatly in in doing that. Give them money. Yes, please. It's just like when you go to a drag show and you need your dollar bills. It's the same way for all of the indie yeah. artists. It's so funny. People think that I'm rich. Like they always <laughs> think that. And and yeah. and I and they don't and I'm like, nope, not rich. Like join my Patreon, please. <laughs> Exactly. I see you buying that six dollar cup of coffee every single goddamn day, and you exactly. just one hundred twenty dollars at the bar. You can't give me ten dollars a month, bitch. 
And you just, this exactly. is a funny thing. This is a funny thing. People will write me and be like, oh my God, your music saved my life. Da, 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 da. And I respond like, oh, I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Thank you for letting me know. If you want me to continue to make this music and, and, and help change the world, this is my Patreon. And they'll be like, I don't have any money. And it's like, and I'm like, and I was like, okay, like I, it doesn't right. matter. But, but at the same time, it's like really interesting how we as a society value musicians and artists yeah um intellectually and emotionally and financially because intellectually yeah. and emotionally is here and financially can't fit on the screen <laughs> like it's like exactly. we yep. expect we expect my life my life changing magical music to be for free but <laughs> exactly. you're going to yeah. You're gonna go. You're gonna go buy nerds at the store that now cost like two twenty nine. Like it's like it's Thank like you. that's just sugar. That doesn't help you. That's nothing. That's killing you. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm helping though. So yeah, and I think that's important. That's why I love it when I uh, when I was able to go see your shows to see how many people show up is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm hoping they continue to grow and grow and grow before. Uh, we wind down here. I do want to know the the queer joy is so important right now. I think um, is it HRC who's doing you can't ban queer joy, which is their campaign. Um, mm, because as we look around, it's it it looks like it was when I was in my twenties. I mean, that was like the late eighteen hundreds, and so it yeah. wasn't good on this. And now we're seeing it again, and it's scary. How do you keep your joy? when we're facing things like that. First of all, I love how quickly you're aging throughout this, this I, right? uh, exactly. conversation. It's great. Everyone I'm glad we're still on the same page. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 this isn't a good answer, but I don't think about it. Like, yeah, it's just, I, I just am going to be who I am. And some people are going to hate me. I, I can't I can't control that. I can't let that make me be sad. I just I would I I really like being joyful. Like it makes me happy. That's a really dumb sentence, right. but it's true. And so that's the choice that I make. Period. Yeah. And you've brought that up so many times and I cannot tell you how that resonates because to me it's so true is it's a choice that we make every mm-hmm. day the choice of how we react to people the choice of uh how we let things make us feel i know it's not easy and i don't mean to downplay anybody who goes through really yeah. tough times the fact is there is a part of it that is always your choice on how mm-hmm. you you let it hit you and i think that's why art is so important to me i think it's why listening to music that really resonates and makes me feel all of the feels um because it's very important to remember. I mean, let's go back to uh, to remember what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Did you see me bring that around? Mm, because you think it's so good. I mean, I mean, you know what makes it even better when I point it out. It's. I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, that's what all of this is about. When I think about your music and why, when I heard the title of the new album, that I was like, "Oh fuck, this is going to be good," because you have such a way of sifting through experiences and delivering uh really good music and i think we need things like this right now and if it's like 15 songs and there's so many bops on it i mean we need it we need it 
to come up. Thank so, you. I, I agree. I'm not going to argue with anything you're saying. <laughs> exactly. I agree. And we're going to get you here. Uh, Kitty, are you listening? Night Bar and Bistro. We have to book this. Um, we're going to get you here because uh, Spokane needs a show, too. We Just need text to- me. I'm literally booking this right now. Just text I, me. Yes, I will, I will definitely text you. Um, so thank you for spending time with us on the eve of the new album. I Thanks know for having you're going to be busy. You're going to have so much fun. Um, and so remember, if you are listening, which I know you are out there, that The Queer Centric drops every Tuesday on our website, thequeercentric.com. You're not going to want to miss Tom Goss. But what's even better, listen to this interview and then go find the music, the videos, and buy the record. Uh, I can't tell you. It's so much fun to own something when you feel uh, so connected to the artist and to have. That's why that record is so important to me. Um, that I think that's amazing. Also, before we go, uh, we want to give a special thanks to our media partners over at the Left of Straight show, where you can catch some entertaining interviews with host Scott Fullerton. More info on our website and just a little uh, a little announcement. We're, we're joining forces with Scott and we are launching Bears of a Certain Age because uh, we both like our knees are both giving out. We thought that'd be perfect. Um, and we wanted to say we are in our 40s. We're not dead. And sometimes I think we need to remind people we're just hibernating, just hibernating. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. It launches August 2nd um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But Tom, my friend, it's so good to see your face and to hear your yeah. thoughts. I always love that. So thank Thanks you. Thanks for so having much. me. Of yeah. course, I'll be texting you some details and then Spokane. Okay, right. okay, Let's do it. We'll see you later. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm.